Yo, what's up, Cluck listeners? Ted Cluck here, chiming in to tell you about a brand new product from our brand new line of Cluck Podcast swag. These are Cluck Podcast specialty socks. Own a piece of your favorite podcast. These high-performance athletic socks are perfect for football, boxing, any other athletic endeavor, or just relaxed podcast listening. These socks work as hard as the farm kid, Josh Loftus, yet are as soft and cuddly as Ted Cluck himself. These are just the beginning of the Cluck product line, boxing gloves, cleats, and apparel forthcoming. Check out the link in the show notes for Cluck Podcast Specialty Socks. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus Talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do Ted, my man, what is going on? Oh, a lot, baby. It's uh, yeah. it's good to be home. I'm back, back off the road. I did a, a week of speaking at a camp, Camp Barakal. Shout out Camp Barakal, one there of the one of the true loves of my life there in Northern Michigan. Uh, had a great week preaching on Romans 12 up there, and we did a, a week on the lake with family. And uh, I'm back, man, and I'm fully back coaching football again at Lane College. So we we've, we've been practicing uh, in the mornings real early and. Uh, I love I love being out there with those guys, man. That's a that's a bit of a happy place for me too. So, all dude, in all, there, doing well. Is there any better smell than that fresh cut grass on the field? Yeah, dude. Football in the morning in, oh, in camp. Man. You know, it's yeah. a it's a bit of a deal, dude. It's real, and that that thing. It's funny, Josh. Like I always wonder driving to my first practice every summer. Mm-hmm. I always wonder if it's going to do it for me that year, you know, because I'm 47, man. I've been doing this stuff my whole life. And, you know, lo and behold, I get out there, I get around the guys with the pads on and, and, you know, talking and laughing and and watching football and coaching. And it just, uh, it never ceases to kind of delight me in a certain way you know well i i I think that's because like like you you, like you really do have a heart for the kids at the Mm. you know at the core of it ted like Mm. yes you love football yes you have a history playing football like you love the sport yeah but 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 i would even go so far as to say you love investing in those kids even more i do love the kids man and and we've got like yeah yeah we got some great ones at lane uh i want to give a couple of shout outs uh my my starting left tackle tj all conference uh, hey. Great dude, loves boxing. He's really excited about our glove collabs with Green Hill Boxing. So uh, yep. TJ can't wait, yep. can't wait to get his hands on uh, some of those boxing gloves. And uh, of course, my my kicker Noah um, Stud okay. been with me for a long time. And um, you know, it's tough though because every, every four years they leave, and I, uh, I always tell him, I'm like, it's not going to be the same around here without you. And yeah. and my kicker Noah said to me yesterday, he goes, he goes, Coach, you said that about you said that about KG a few years ago, and I was I was like, I was right. It's not the same without him, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just true, and and I get to be a part of their lives for a few years, and it's intense and fun. But man, it's yeah. it's good. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I I love coaching. Yes. I haven't been able to do it for years, dude. Uh, you should find amount, a way to do I, it. I agree with you, Ted. Mm-hmm. I think once my wife and I can figure out a way to move up north, yeah. Um, you know, kind of get out of the area that we're in. Yeah. It's a small town. Do they yeah. got small town sports? Yeah. I would love to get into anything. That'd be great. Like, too. I, I yeah. that would be, that would be fantastic. I would love. Have that. you been though? More importantly, man, it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked. What's, it has what's been a you? couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 Doing good. Um, doing, doing pretty good. Uh, just, you, just the regular things, right? Yeah. Church, you know, church is going well. I've got a lot of, uh, I actually got a lot of pulpit fills okay. this month and next month. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm trancing all over the place, you yeah. know, filling filling pulpits, being a pulpit thug. Now um, I have a I have a question about that. When yeah. when you get uh, booked to do one of these, mm-hmm. do you write something new every time, or are you kind of leaning on some old some old standbys, or a little bit of both? Yeah, so it 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 really depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on kind of what what the specific church wants. Like mm-hmm. I have some churches that request texts. Okay, interesting. And they're like, we would like you to preach on this. Right? That'd be cool. And then right? I and then and then I have some where you know because I still I work full time. Right. Yeah. I have some yeah. where I have I have these sermons mm-hmm. that I'm able to kind of pull out of the you know, pull out of the chest and then, and then go through. Right. Right. And then, and then polish up and change things here and there. So, so, so I'm never, I'm never preaching just the exact same sermon. I might have, I might use an old outline and then spruce it up. Yeah. Um, depending on how, how busy my week is. So, um, that way, you know, that way every congregation is getting something fresh. They're getting something they're getting, you know, it might be the same text, but it's going to have different points and things like that. So, Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, so but there's yeah, a, yeah, I, I do keep a chest of sermons just, yeah. you know, for, just for that. Yeah. So there's a name for what you are. It's, is it bivocational pastor? Is that, is that a thing or am I, am yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You could call it, you could call it bivocational, which yeah. just means that like, I'm not, I'm not full time. Bivocational you know. means like two jobs, right? By yeah. definition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. dude, you yep. mentioning that made me want to give a couple of quick shout outs to a couple of churches that I absolutely love. I got to visit my old church in Lansing, Michigan, Covenant Life Community Church. Mm. Uh, Norm, Phil, Eric, those boys up there. Um, Absolute tier ones. Love that church. Um, And then I got to come home to Cornerstone Community Church in Jackson, Tennessee, um, which I absolutely adore. Those those two churches. Loves of my life, man. Just just love them both. And um, they played such a a huge role in our lives and the life of our family. And, um, dude, I just celebrated my, my baby boy, Tristan's 21st birthday, man, last night. And, um, yeah, just thinking though, through the way that he was formed first by covenant life and then now by cornerstone the last eight or nine years, it's, uh, truly lovely, man. Just a beautiful thing to, to think about and celebrate with him. And, uh, it's wild where the time goes, you know? Yeah. Well, congrats to, congrats to Tris. Congrats to you guys. For Just sure. From, from what I know of Tris and Mazzy, you guys are doing, you guys are doing a great job, Ted. Well, Keep going. We're trying, yeah, man. We're awesome. trying. You'll, you'll be proud of me. I got that's him awesome. a, uh, I got him a custom Mariners city connect Jersey. So it's kind of now. Yeah. The, and their city connect is a beauty dude. Um, oh, that's it's, awesome. it's kind of dark blue, uh, it says his. It has his number forty three on the back with the name Cluck. It looks. It looks real. 
clean. So. Uh, you, you'll have to you'll have to shoot me a pic. Of I that. will. That, I'll send you a little pic for sure. That's dope. Yeah, that's absolutely. Dope. All right, Ted. Well, we we have a fun topic today, man. Okay. As I'm sure you can tell, as I'm sure our listeners can tell, I sound a little hoarse. Yeah, a little bit. Right, right, right. Just yeah. a little bit. It 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 is not sickness, nor nor is it the COVID. Good. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, uh, for the majority of the afternoon, I was recording a a cover of okay. one of my favorite songs out of the 80s. Yeah. And 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 it requires some it requires some some work on yeah. the throat, right? Yeah. I put up a little sample of it on yeah. on social media. I think I sent I think I sent you a video of it, right? Yeah, you definitely did, yeah. Um and I asked folks on social media said, "Hey, you know, name this song if you can," right? Uh-huh. We had one cluck listener, faithful cluck listener. Mm-hmm. Send me a message and he goes he goes, "It's took me too long to figure out what song this was. Okay. To which I replied, "Well, man, you got to get into some. You got to get into some Christian eighties music, then." Yeah. To which he then re- replied, "Well, drop some recommendations." Okay. And I thought in my head, you know what? Instead of just dropping recommendations, yeah. Why don't we do an episode on Cluck of? And and we're gonna split this down the middle because okay. I think I think it's going to I think it's gonna 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 do a little better for kind of the ways that we were, th- th- that we grew up. Yes. I want to do recommendations uh-huh. of Christian or, or excuse me of eighties bands, okay. secular and non secular. Oh, let's go, dude. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. So I figure because of just the ways we were raised, yeah. I'll take the Christian eighties music. And you, my friend, take the secular '80s bands, or yeah. you know, and if there's if On there's it. crossover, awesome. On it, awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah. but if somebody came up to you, Ted, and said, "Okay, Ted, I want you to recommend to me, yeah, some of the best '80s music." Oh, uh, we could do in, it. In, in your opinion, we could do it. All right, yeah. we're gonna drop some wrecks. Uh, I want to make sure I get this listener's name right. Jim, Jim Devers, Jim Devers. Man, we are about to drop some knowledge on you. Pull out your pen. Pull out your boutique, you know, notebook. Yeah. Pull out your fountain pen. We are gonna we're gonna take you to school. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Yep. So I'm gonna throw it over to Ted first. Ted, I figure we can do one and one back and forth. Yeah, dude. Um, I want to first band. I want to talk about a song that I heard. I, I heard some songs in the car. Like, we had a lot of car time. And nice. I kind of did a little trip down 80s memory lane. I want to go deep cut. Uh, Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Um, okay. Gosh, what was the song, dude? I'm so sorry. CT, I got to maybe look at my phone. but uh, That's okay. But yeah, absolute banger. I got to go see Moody Blues when I was in high school. Um, some, some buddy of mine's dad had an extra ticket and, uh, got to see him. They were kind of a dad band even back then, but, uh, sure. Oh, I know you're out there somewhere. I know you're out there somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, absolute banger of a, of an eighties pop love song by the Moody blues. Let's start there. there. Let's get one from you, Josh. Love it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw Jim. Um, I'm going to throw him, uh, basically, the the song that I'm covering is from a band called The Allies. Okay. Okay. So Jim, I want you to check out The Allies first. Specifically, um, let me um, specifically their album "Long Way to Paradise." I'm guessing they were using that okay. word "ally" a little bit differently in the '80s than it's used <laughs> up in the PNW currently. Am I right? <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Yes. The allies would the have same, a, that would have a totally different connotation. Not the same usage. Yeah. In the modern. I think context. it had something probably a little bit more to do with World War II, if mm-hmm. I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So the allies. All right. Is a Christian '80s band that I absolutely love. Right. Their band "Long Way to Paradise." I played that album on repeat. Yeah. Their their singer is a guy named Bob Carlisle. Bob. Who, who is also. The singer of the very, very popular hit wedding song out of the '90s, mm. "Butterfly Kisses." Dude, that's wild. I remember you know that, that song, song being it. Butterfly yeah. kisses after yeah. bedtime prayers. Dude, it's wild. the same dude. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the song, the song that that I'm doing the cover of is off of that album. The devil mm-hmm. is a liar. Go check out the Allies. Uh, great band. Great music. Just peak Christian, like like peak Christian uh, '80s music. Yeah, go check it out add, add, and add that to your list, dude. I love it. I got a I got a little off speed pitch. You know, Let's we go. started kind of with some '80s dad rock there with Moody Blues. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. I got a I got a deep metal cut. Um, Come on, this is '80s Metallica. So yes. if you haven't had the '80s Metallica experience, as far as like kind of early career speed thrash Metallica. Yeah. Um, they have a song that's about the Passover. Uh, yep. It's called Creeping Death, and it yep. goes hard, dude. Um, yes. Creeping Death, get that in your ears before like a, a heavy day in the gym or before you're about to go run sprints or do anything of that nature. Uh, it will get you in the frame of mind. It'll get you locked and loaded to go and uh, run fast or jump high or lift something heavy or do something aggressive. Yep. Uh, that was awesome, awesome 80s speed metal uh back when when metallica was kind of uh really hitting their stride really enjoyed it creeping death yeah yeah dude there's i saw a video of james hatfield uh i mean obviously they're still they're still touring they sound good yeah james hatfield is like he it's a it's a video of him of him backstage they're in a massive arena they're still packing out arenas oh yeah it's insane right he's backstage he's waiting for he's waiting to go up there and he's like just he's like puffing on a cigar yeah just like joking with the crew members he seems like he just he seems like a dad yeah like now, a real stud is, yeah like yeah, he'd be a like, good he looks awesome yeah like he'd be a good hang and i do it, feel like james hetfield would be a good hang you know what's a weird kind of uh sub conversation to this is yeah there have been a few celebrities in my life that i've i've really wished could know christ yeah. and i remember when that metallica documentary some kind of monster came out do you remember this Yes. Um, it oh, it yeah. came on the heels of like kind of a really bad record in retrospect. Like it, on the heels of a record where they they tried to not do guitar solos or whatever and it and it was right. really poorly received. This was yeah. right around the time when an old doctor in one of my old churches was like paying me to take his teenage son to go see Metallica. He paid <laughs> yes, me a hundred yeah. bucks. Right. Um but I remember watching that doc and thinking, like, I wish I wish these guys knew Christ. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still wish that. And I don't know. They just seem like, for metal guys, they seem kind of gradations more thoughtful than what you usually get. And uh, I've enjoyed their music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, their their music has definitely stood 
stood the test of time. Yeah. Um. But but so believe it or not, Ted. Uh-huh. Uh To give you a little bit of hope, mm-hmm. um, it is it is reported at least by you know Rolling Stones and you know you know around the around the music industry. Sure. That James Hetfield is a professing believer now. Oh, dude, that would be delightful. That would make me really happy. I'm gonna. You know, it it is it is it is like like that is the that is that is the going the going opinion dude now that would be hetfield hetfield family if you're listening that's yeah. the ghostwriting project i want to do there it that is. would be the mother of all ghostwriting projects i'm actually going to text a note to myself on that'd be that. amazing dude that'd if be you amazing could, if you oh man dude okay can you imagine getting james hetfield on cluck yeah I can't yeah. imagine because oh, I'm imagining dude. it right now, Ooh. dude. I tour, oh. I tour with him for like a month to get the to get the book. Yeah, um, and, then, and then we record some pots, some eps, dude. That would be ridiculous. I hope that happens. That um, would be amazing. Yeah, Hetfield, Hetfield family. If you're listening, let's uh, yeah. let's make a deal. Let's 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 do business. Call your agent, Ted. Tell him, hey, dude, I, I want, am. I want I'm going to get my agent. On I the want horn Hetfield asap. Yeah. Oh, that's me James. that's rich. Uh, That's awesome. All right, buddy, you're up. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Jim, we got something for you here, man. All right, I'm going to give you possibly the greatest Christian rock band of all time, the Mm -hmm. ones that started it all. All right. Okay. All these bands today, like Skillet and, you know, freaking Demon Hunter and like all Demon all Hunter. all these bands, yeah. all these bands, I guess that's not a new band. That's that's still pretty old. Yeah. Right? But all these bands have this band to thank because they blazed the trail. I'm talking about Petra. Oh, dude, the the Petra. Yeah. Tier 1s. Uh um, Dude. From my almost my hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm I'm from Hartford City, but they were just up the road in Fort Wayne, and uh, yeah, incredible careers. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was a little kid, and my parents only wanted me to listen to Christian music. They bought me Petra records, like LPs. Yes, Um, and I used to listen to them on my little Fisher Price record player, and uh, yeah. Positive, positive memories there, man. Of Petra, love Petra. Jim, start with the Beyond Belief album. Yeah, just, that's a solid one. Just thank me later. Yeah. All right, Petra yeah. Beyond Belief album. Make sure to get on that. All right, Ted, throwing it over to you, my friend. Another '80s recommendation, dude. I've got a, I've got a female artist that I've really Let's been go. enjoying, and her work go. really we are, holds we up. We are inclusive. She kind of hits right. in, uh, in, a, in a space between rock and ballads. It's Pat Benatar. Oh, I knew you were going to say Pat. Dude, I, I love it. Pat yes. Benatar. It really holds up. We're running with the shadows of the night. Baby, take oh, my hand. Yeah. It'll be all right. Surrender all yep. your dreams to me tonight. Oh, man. Shoot uh, that into my veins, dude. Pat Benatar is really uh, hitting at a nice level right now. Yeah. Really hit hit me way. with your best shot is always a song. When that comes up, I'm, I'm cranking it up on the radio. Yeah. The, the music like evokes something emotionally. And I think... Yeah. I don't know how you are, and I, th- I think we're the same in this. That's what I'm always looking for in my music. So whether it's like, you know, some kind of thoughtful, melodic, moody blues thing, or Metallica just getting after it on Creeping Death. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I had an artist that, I was telling KK this, when you have 12 hours in the car with your wife, stuff just comes out. Yeah. This is an 80s, and I wouldn't recommend it. But I in college, I owned a Rob Zombie record, oh, just Rob so Zombie. that I could, I could put yeah. it on, Josh, and the sole purpose for me owning this was to visualize running sideline to sideline on the field and just wrecking dudes. Dude, it was like music uh, to run to, to like to sprint to, you know? Yeah. Um, Rob, Rob Zombie's 
Uh, so okay, so there's yeah. two songs by Rob Zombie yeah. that get me absolutely hyped. Yeah, and what are they? It's Super Beast. Oh yeah, dude, I heard that one and, in the car on the way home. Super Beast and, made me think oh. of running sideline to sideline, just absolutely ripping dudes' faces off. Yeah, what's the other D- one? Dragula. Oh yeah, burn through the ditches and burn through. Dude, the so witches. heavy, so chunky. <laughs> Dude, um, it like it invokes it like I'm about to just destroy something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, I'm about to run through a brick wall, and uh, I'm not even gonna yeah. feel it. Yeah. I'm not even gonna feel it. Yeah, there's yeah. something about yeah. it, dude, for sure. Rob Zombie, dude, <laughs> that guy. All right, all right, all right. You're up, I think. Oh, oh okay. Is it me again? Yeah. Okay. Wait, right, what did I so, just say? I well, you said Pat. You, oh, oh, Pat, Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah, Pat Benatar Rob Zombie slash Rob Zombie. <laughs> Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're up, man. All right, Jim. This is what you got to do. You got to get into Spotify or Apple Music, whatever your choice is. You got to type in these letters. Striper. You got to get some Striper spelled mm-hmm. with a Y. Yep. All right. Be careful there. Okay. Uh, but Striper, my friend, man, they're a little harder. Yeah. Okay. But like Petra, they were the pioneers. You, you got some pioneers of Christian 80s metal. Oh yeah! All right, their album "To Hell with the Devil" is Banger. a fantastic album. The specifically the track "Calling on You" oh, in that so album good, is dude. absolutely fire. Yeah, you got to get some Striper, my friend. That has to be part of your repertoire. You need to know them. You need to love them. Yeah, that Jim, I'm telling you, bro, you got to get on that. Listen to some Striper, my man. All right. Dude, that holds up. That record holds up against. It still does. Any of its '80s kind of hair metal counterparts. So, oh, yeah. Poison, Motley, yep. um, you know, bands that really got after it. We'll get into Motley later. I, um, I figured we would. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. But uh, but my yeah. next one is a nice little like pop group. Um, mm. Just fun music, good time music. Yeah. Uh, the band is Huey Lewis and the News. Oh, um, the ultimate dad band. Ultimate dad band. They had a record yeah. called Sports. I love that yeah. they just had a record that was called Sports. Really fun. Uh, yeah. A couple of tracks there that you want to familiarize yourself with. Do you believe in love? Do you believe uh, in love? Do you believe yep. it's true? Uh, just a nice Huey Lewis situation. That's the power of love. And the power yeah. of love, dude. From uh, Back to the dude. Future, 1985. Great yeah. year. Great movie. So good. Get yourself into some Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, you'll feel better. Uh, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Huey Lewis is... It, it is... I it is ultimate feel good music. It really is, dude. Like it really like is. You put that you put that on like when you're working on your car. Yeah. Or like, you know, you know, yeah. you're starting to warm up, you know, for like, you know, yeah. workout, but you know, before you get into the real chuggy stuff. You who Lewis is just you just feel good listening to it. Dude, man. they never tried to do arty, pensive, they never went thoughtful. It was just like no. fun. Kind of if if you're time capsuling eighties pop music, it's yeah. gotta be in there. You know. Exactly. Yeah. They 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 knew what they were. They leaned into it and they did it well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Ah man. Okay. We're going even heavier here. Okay. Okay. Go. But but this is this is in my opinion this is a must for Christian eighties music. You need to listen to White Cross. Oh yeah. White. Remember White Cross. Dude. Yeah, dude that, that I think his I- voice. I think I've told the story on this podcast, but one of the first concerts I ever went to in my yes. life was yes. White Cross, so and good. I was so like nervous, and I was in like eighth grade, and I bought yeah. a little jean jacket, and I was trying to look cool, but... I think it's adorable. Uh, yeah, it is, dude, and that that was fun music, and that was like... 
I was just dipping my teeny tiny little awkward, you know, uh, middle school toes into metal, and uh, they yep. they were kind of my first on ramp into really yep. metal of any kind, and I, I really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed the music, and um, yeah, White Cross is a good is a good experience for sure. Yeah, honestly, with White Cross, I would recommend one of their like best of compilations because yeah. they had they have a bunch of albums, and there are some bangers on every single album. It's hard yeah. for me to nail it down. So. Yeah. So, you know, go to Spotify, go to Apple Music, find one of their like like best of White Cross yeah. and just listen to it, man. Yeah. The 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 it it will like Ted says, it'll make you want to run through a brick wall. Those guys, man, it was awesome. It was okay. awesome. White Cross. So speaking of brick wall music while we're Let's in go. that genre. Let's um, go. We've got to do Motley Crue right now. Because we have to. junior Absolutely. year of high school. Uh, Motley Crue, the Dr. Feelgood album, uh, that was in heavy rotation in our locker room, and uh, it, it's kind of burned into my brain ever since. Uh, a couple of tracks that you'll want to familiarize with, uh, Dr. Feelgood. The heavy bass riff at the beginning, dude. Dude, that comes on, and I immediately want to run through the brick wall. Like, oh man, I could be ninety-four years old on my deathbed if that. Dude, that one and the and the. Yeah, kickstart my heart, dude. Oh, it's so good, dude. So quick little, quick little memory on that. Like my dad, you know, my dad, evangelical, like really conservative guy in a lot of ways. But like, I kind of, I think he kind of allowed himself to get into like eighties metal because of me. And we used to, dude. Yeah, early career, like us lifting weights together in in my garage, like the garage in my little house I grew up in. You know, we would throw on some Motley, some Kickstart My Heart. My dad loved that. He loved that track. So, uh, oh, yeah, so really good. good, really fun. We could, we could go a lot of metal. I'm going to have to really rein myself in here. but uh, No, it's fine. You know, I mean, that's, 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 I think it's the heart of the 80s. Honestly. Dude, we're giving our guy here a real education in 80s music. Like, yes. he's going to walk away from this with a comprehensive, you know, kind of, um, College level education in eighties music and I'm I'm really stoked about that. So what do you what do you have next? Yeah. Well to continue this eighties music masterclass because yeah. this that's what this is, Ted. Yeah. He should get it's college course credit for this. He could probably like, really put it on should. his transcript. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. Put it on his transcript, hundred percent. All right, Jim. Listen, my man. I'm gonna throw you another one. Okay, a little older, but but we're sticking within we're sticking within the metal, but it's not as hard as like the White Cross. Yeah, Blood Good. Okay, Blood Good. Okay, yeah. now Blood Good is an interesting band because you can kind of like some people love them, some people hate them, depending on the style of music. Okay, but Blood Good would be like. Um, Gosh, man, it'd be like the, what was the what was the eighties band that always their 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 uh, their mascot was like a skeleton. They called him Eddie. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, um, oh my gosh, that's gonna kill me, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get it wrong, but I'll say Quiet Riot, but it wasn't Quiet. No, it wasn't Quiet it Riot. Was, uh, I'm gonna know it when I hear it. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm just typing it in right now. Eddie, gosh, the dude, skeleton. I feel like such an idiot. I was just thinking about this actually. I know, I know, not too like, long ago. Eddie the skeleton. It's going to be I, I, Iron Maiden. 
Iron Maiden, dude. I of course. I, we had listeners right now. I guarantee you, dude. We had we had a bunch of listeners screaming at dude, us. Dude, their right thumbs now. were Iron like Maiden. They were just what is wrong with the you? Phone ready to yeah. Ready to yes. uh, well, we're sorry. To we're sorry, it. people. We we understand. We That's understand, right? right? right. Iron, so it's they they have like an Iron Maiden feel, in that okay. it's kind of it's almost like an operatic thing, but but mm-hmm. but it's not opera. It's hard to it's hard to explain. Yeah. Anyway, Blood Good, Blood Good. The lead singer started before he was a Christian. He was he sang in that Jesus Christ Superstar. Dude, that's uh, wild. Uh, you know, you know, play, yeah, uh, which is an awful play. Yeah. Um, but but it uh, it kind of you know primed him for that more theatrical type of singing. But Blood yeah. Good, you got some excellent tracks in there, man. Uh, check out Blood Good. They got some they got some good good tracks. Their track, uh, uh, the, uh, the Messiah. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. That is some that is some peak Christian eighties metal right there. Dude, I've got just a, a one-track recommendation now. Kind okay. of an off-speed pitch. We're getting out of the realm of metal a little bit. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. This this song feels like kind of without eras to me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 80s. It's Tom Petty's Free Fallen. She's mm. a good girl, loves her mama. Yep. Loves Jesus and America, too. Yep, um, that's right. Yeah, I, I I love that song. Whenever it comes on, I really get into it. Um, I'm not the hugest Tom Petty fan in general, but that song feels really 80s. But it also feels like if you told me that was about the Vietnam War, I would believe you. If you told me it came out in like 1964, I would believe you. Like it, it's just kind of a timeless piece of American music. It feels very American to me. Yeah, and um, I dig it. Uh, there you go. Tom Petty, Free Fallen. It, okay. There's a great scene with it in Jerry Maguire. Uh, if you've seen Jerry Maguire, it's after he signs Cush, his big client, and he's driving away in his rental car and like a T-shirt, and he's like pounding the steering wheel singing yeah. Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Classic. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right. We're going to do a couple more, um, and I, too, am going to venture away from metal because we yeah. want to make this as comprehensive as, as, comprehensive as possible. Okay? Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. All right. I am giving you, Jim, you need to go listen to some second chapter of Axe. Mm. Okay. Second chapter of Axe was uh, a three-member music group comprised of two sisters and a brother. They were all related. Okay. And everyone, 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 like, they they show up for Anne Herring, but they, they stay for Matthew Ward. Mm. And I've got to tell you, Matthew Ward, the brother that is in the second chapter of Axe band, he ended up going solo my opinion the best thing he ever did Hmm. he has one of the if not the greatest voice in not only in christian music industry but i would venture to say all of music whoa high praise joshua loftus matthew ward the ability that he had vocally with the things he was able to do with the vocal control with the range with the trills everything that he did Matthew Ward is one is on my echelon of greatest singers of all time wow you dude. need to listen to the Matthew Ward listen to him when he's with second chapter of acts uh absolute amazing band absolute amazing singer Matthew Ward that's your high parents, praise. Your parents, I guarantee you, will know who Matthew Ward is. If not, you have an aunt who absolutely loved Matthew Ward. <laughs> yeah. Dude, all right. So I'm going to go really... This band was just around. They came into my life because of my cousin. 
probably came into my life in like the late 1980s, but they were just a juggernaut through the 80s. They were massive. Mm-hmm. With the advent of grunge and kind of 90s stuff, they sort of went away for a while. And it just kind of went away forever. But I love this band, dude. And whenever they come on, I'm so excited. The band is Van Halen. Um, oh, just such yes. a unique sound with the guitars and the keyboards. Um, yep. Really yep. unique, kind of 80s time capsule sound, big anthemic rock songs, stadium songs. I, my favorite Van Halen track is a song called Dreams. Um, it's off okay. the album 5150. Love that record, top to bottom. My other favorite Van Halen track, kind of a ballad, is called Love Walks In. Um, really beautiful, really pretty song. Um, great love song. The band is Van Halen. You're going to want to listen to them. Oh, yeah. Van Halen is classic. One of the greatest guitar players of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. And Eddie Van Halen uh, uh, was actually brothers with the drummer, Alex. Yes. So that's that's a fun fact. Not a lot of of people know. Are you a David Lee Roth guy or a Sammy Hagar guy? Absolutely no dog in that fight. I am a sound of Van Halen guy. Like, to me, the way that... I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, the way the instruments sound is Van Halen. Like, that makes the band for me. Uh, so I really don't care who's singing, uh, but I know a lot of people have a dog in that fight. I, I sure, sure, it. sure, sure. Okay, all right, couple more, and then we're gonna close out because we're we're just about at time. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go another soft one. This one's in honor of my mama because it's okay. one of her favorite artists, yeah. and in turn, it's kind of one of my favorite artists too. The guy's name uh-huh. is Brian Duncan. I've heard of Brian Duncan. Brian yeah. Duncan, man, what an incredible voice. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, I know it's not. I know it's not the the time of year. Mm-hmm. But Brian Duncan's uh, and Brian spelled with a Y, just yeah. so you know, Brian Duncan's Christmas album is yeah. one of the greatest Christmas albums of all time. Mm. It is absolutely insanely good. Mm. Uh, but Brian Duncan had some amazing. If you like kind of the more, it's it's like a, you know, it's like it's like soul music. A lot of cool mm. keyboard, mm. some jazzy, some blues. Uh, just 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 real laid back, feel good music. Brian yeah. Duncan is one of my favorite artists. Absolutely love him. Uh, he's fantastic. Pretty much any of his albums are just great, but specifically like his Christmas album. Once, once the, once it starts getting colder guys. All right, Jim, you and your wife, right? It starts getting colder, right? And the snow starts falling. You start feeling those romantical Christmas feelings Ooh. put on, put on Brian Duncan's Christmas album. Game over. I love game over, dude. That's high praise. I'm just saying. Brian Duncan can deliver a little something if you <laughs> know what I mean. I'm just saying. Um, I got one along those lines, and okay. it's a female artist, okay. uh, maybe one of the greatest singers of all time. We you kind of did a vocalist a couple of uh, a couple of times ago. Yep. Whitney Houston. Oh um, man. Yeah, Whitney Houston. So good. I will always love you. Didn't we almost have it all? The nights we held on till the morning. Um, yeah Yeah. beauties dude absolute bangers great vocalist whenever she comes on i'm cranking it up singing along whitney houston just an all-timer kind of uh, probably peaked in the early 90s with the bodyguard soundtrack but Mm -hmm. the 80s were a good decade for whitney for sure and um yeah just a classic there all-timer there you go there you go yeah Okay, I'm gonna do one more, and yeah. uh, this one they are they are technically 80s, 
Okay, so I'm going to, even though they came into their own and were most popular, I would argue in the 90s, uh-huh. they were formed in the 80s, so I'm counting them as an 80s band. Yeah. Okay? All right. They were formed in 87. Ooh. Okay? That's a long time ago. That's a, that's a yeah. long time ago, Ted. My yeah. goodness, right? You have to go listen to some DC Talk. Oh my goodness, dude! DC these, talk. You didn't. You didn't these, do it. I did. Yeah. I did. I was. I, I. It does not get peak. It does not get any more peak Christian music than DC talk. God. DC talk. I would argue is the, kind of one of the last remaining bands of when Christian music was actually good. Fascinating. They yeah. were kind of. They were. They were on the tail end, man. Like I once. T- once DC talk broke up. Yeah. All right. They all went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Christian music died. Yeah, like that's that's my opinion, right? So DC Talk it was for, uh, uh, comprised of Michael or Mike. Oh, I can't remember his last name. He's the lead singer for the Newsboys now. Michael Tate. Uh, Tate, thank yeah. you. After Peter, dude, I have, a, left. I have a really off-color story about him. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of off-color stories about Michael Tate, actually, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then Kevin Max, right? Yeah. And then Toby Mac. Kevin Max, Those, who's now a apostate whack yep who yeah. has now deconstructed, and then Toby Mac, who all 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 signs point fine with toby mac good <laughs> but good. those three those three comprised dc talk and yeah. dc talk is one of my absolutely f- absolute favorite bands i love their music yeah just go listen to some dc talk wow since you did like yeah. 80s hip-hop yeah i feel like i need to reciprocate yeah, well, um, I mean, sort of pseudo hip hop, sort of pseudo hip hop. <laughs> yeah, uh, Public Enemy. Oh, here we go. Okay, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos. Yeah, I got a letter yeah. from the government the other yeah. day. I opened and read it. It said they were suckers. <laughs> um, dude, you got to throw Rum DMC in there. Got to throw Rum DMC in there. Oh, dude. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie... This beat is my recital. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever seen the movie Friday Night Lights, which is about the 1988 Permian Panthers high school football team in Texas. Yeah. Um, killer, killer 80s soundtrack. A lot of public enemy in there, uh, including the song I just referenced. Uh, yeah. Which is great. I've, I've got an honorable mention. Okay, yep. You, you do your honorable mention, I'll do mine, and then we'll close out. Hollow Notes. Uh, oh yeah yeah if you're right. going again time capsule right. 80s pop feel good fun yeah um you, you got to throw some hollow notes in there and yeah, uh absolutely you're just gonna have a gonna have a nice time with it i know josh the minute we get off the air there's i'm gonna be kicking myself for all the oh, yeah. all the bands and all the tracks that i forgot but i i feel like we've done a pretty comprehensive job like if he went and constructed a playlist around all these tracks, he would feel pretty good about himself. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think we did a fantastic job. We'll close out with my honorable mention, Whiteheart. Yeah. Whiteheart, solid Christian rock band, right? Kind of in the vein of Petra a little bit. Was never as big as Petra was, Mm -hmm. but still had some solid songs. Yes. Um, uh, Whiteheart has some excellent, excellent tunes. Go listen to some Whiteheart. they went through a couple singers, actually. They went through like three singers. Yeah. One of them went to the Gaithers. One of Whoa. them went to jail. <laughs> and, then, and then the other ones stuck with till the end of the band. So <laughs> One of them's a realtor yeah. in Nashville now, I think. Like of some. Uh, oh, renown. okay. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah. that wasn't the jail guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was the jail guy. But, <laughs> That'd be uh, good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Jim, my friend, I hope 
that this satisfies your desire for some recommendations of some good Christian and non-Christian bands. We we, we gave you we gave you a twofer. Yeah. All right. Um, we hope that you enjoy some of these. Let us know, man. Like as you're exploring these, you know, you you and your family as you're exploring this, tell us the conversations that are happening. Right. Tell us. Tell us what happens. You know. To. You know. You know. When you're listening to these bands, do you feel something? You know. Do you like more bands versus you know versus the other ones? We we want to know. Yeah. Also, listeners, let us know who we forgot. We know we forgot, folks. Absolutely. All right. All right. Let me know who I forgot on the Christian end. Let Ted know who he forgot on the secular end. Let us know. We love talking with you guys. Uh, you know where to find us. We're on all the socials. We're at Cluckcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. We're hey, on what, X. What's that all about, dude? I, oh, I didn't hear yeah, about that. you didn't know. Okay, uh-uh. so I mean, you knew you knew Elon Musk took over Twitter, right? Yeah, I did know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he has done a complete like, uh, just just a revamp of Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. I call it a revamp. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I don't really yeah. care either way. But Twitter is no more, Ted. Okay. It's not called Twitter anymore. It's okay. simply called X. Oh, I bet that's caused like outrage oh, in the like. Oh, 35 to 55 year old Christian pastor dude community. You, you know? think that he would have just like murdered like mm. you know Celine Dion. Okay, so this is like this that. is interesting. So I've been yeah. I've been traveling in away from the happy rant for a few weeks. Yes. Which means Barnabas and Ron have been taking the episodes and I haven't been listening to them but I think they I think they did an episode on this because yes. Ronnie in particular is a massive Twitter guy. And he so th- there's probably a lot of weeping and gnashing of teeth in the Martin household over, well, over these changes. Well, I-, I can tell you this right now, Ted. Mm-hmm. I'm staring. I Just because you said that, I'm mm-hmm. staring at the episode that was released today. Okay. And yeah. I'm assuming this is the one that you're not on. Yeah, I know. Right? I'm not so on. So th- the, the, the episode today is entitled Barbenheimer. Okay. Does Seminary Matter? Mm-hmm. And Elon's Folly. Oh, Elon's folly. Elon's folly. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know where that's going. You you know he's not gonna like Elon. You know. <laughs> but it's whatever, man. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Well, listeners, we're on X. So go find us on X. We're 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 over there. We thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all you guys, uh, all the listens. Let us know in the comments uh, about this app. Really, hey, get your it. socks too; they're on sale. Oh yeah, exactly. Cluck Podcast yep. socks, the official sock of the Cluck Podcast. Link in the description of this episode. It's super easy. You super just get easy. some socks. Listen super to those socks as you're listening to some Montley Crew or as you're listening to some Petra. It, it it increases the enjoyment level by seventy three percent at it least. Does. Yeah, we guarantee yeah. it. Doctors recommend. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, sure. yeah I, I saw Doctor Oz wearing them the other day. Trust honestly. the science. Cluck trust, socks are, trust, are trust they will the em- enhance your listening experiences. Oh <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> We you can wrap them around listening. your face if you're still nervous about that. <laughs> you know, a lot of different I uses. Lo- I love it. <laughs> on that note, we will catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later. Later.